Hey guys, if I could have just a moment of your time, go subscribe to the Zedunks NFL YouTube channel, spelled the exact same way as the podcast. On that YouTube channel is separate content from the podcast entirely. We review NFL seasons for all 32 teams in the league. You'll love it. Go check it out and please bless me with a subscribe. Have a great day and enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Zedunks NFL. This week, I have a special guest, Jason, a diehard Giants fan. How are you doing, man? I'm doing all right. How about yourself? I'm good, man. I'm happy to have you on. This episode, guys, we have a little treat for you. This isn't such a regimented episode. This is going to be one where we basically throw our opinions on our top five favorite players. They could be from our favorite teams. They could be from teams in the complete opposite of other conference. Uh, it really is a wild card who we're going to pick and why, and uh, stay tuned to hear our selections. So right off the bat, Jason, what was one player that stood out to you or that you really admired playing this past season? I am, uh, I, I don't want to be like the rest of the world, but I am definitely a big Patrick Mahone boy. Um, I love watching the kid play. He is a beast. I could watch him all day. I'm a little nervous about my Giants going into Kansas City this year, but uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, Mahomes is is definitely a different breed. Uh, I like that selection because he has a huge arm. You know, he has a great leadership on and off the field. You really can't go wrong. I was rooting for him in the Super Bowl. Really disappointed that he couldn't pull it out, but. Maybe it was on his O-line and not not him in that one, you know? Yeah, he uh, he did. He tried everything he could, man. And uh, Travis Kelsey dropping them a couple balls. Tyreek Hill took one off the helmet that should have been a touchdown. They uh, they definitely had some hard times that game. <laughs> hard, hard times is an understatement. Uh, one of my favorite players going to Chicago, Allen Robinson. You know, I'm a Jaguars fan first and foremost, so... When I first started following the team in 2014, Allen Robinson was the best player on the roster, in my opinion. Uh, Chicago Bears are going to franchise tag him. You talk about a top 10 wide receiver year in, year out. Huge frame, great hands, uh, really improved route runner since he entered the league. Just you talk about a 50-50 matchup nightmare. Uh, what are your thoughts on Allen Robinson? Um, I kind of wish he wasn't so expensive because uh, I know he's coming up free agency i know he kind of wanted out of chicago and um i was hoping maybe we could grab him up but uh i don't think we're gonna have the cap space so i see him possibly <laughs> <laughs> i see him possibly ending up back with chicago them franchise tagging him and uh he's a good player man they'd be stupid to let him walk away yeah i 100 percent agree uh, especially with the turmoil they've had at quarterback, he's still shown that production. Could you imagine if he actually had a real quarterback? So that just kind of opens your eyes to, to what could be down the road. Uh, share with us another one of your favorite players in the league. Um, I My wife's a big Baltimore Ravens fan, so I watch them all year round also. And uh Marlon Humphreys, man. I love the kid, and he just got the contract extension he deserved, and he is he's a beast, and there's not that many shutdown corners in the NFL right now besides, you know, Jalen Ramsey, and yeah, I may be biased saying this, but James Bradbury, and <laughs> but Marlon Humphreys is one of them up there that he can stick with the best, and um, the kid's a beast, and he's got a good future ahead of him, and I like seeing him succeed. 
Yeah, I 100% agree. Uh, this week, I did an episode ranking, in my opinion, the top 10 corners. I had a Bears fan on for the episode. Uh, and my number, my number, I think, six corner was Marlon Humphrey. And then right behind him was Marcus Peters. And I love the ability he has to strip the ball away, his ability to get sacks, create safeties. He's an overall, you know, kind of a linebacker. You know, he's, he's a perfect perfect slot corner and he exemplifies what you want in that position now another one of my favorite players in the league um, I'm gonna stick with the same position James Bradbury I bring this guy up just about every other episode I'm sure people are sick of me talking about James Bradbury uh, but he was my number two corner and I've shared previously cornerback is actually my favorite position to watch so it makes sense that my favorite corner on my favorite position makes this list again. What are your thoughts? Oh, I love Bradbury. He is, um, between him and Blake Martinez, is probably two of the best signings that Dave Gettleman brought to New York. And uh, Bradbury, he was, what, second in the NFL in passes defended this year, and he missed a game with the whole COVID thing against uh, Cleveland. So right. um, I love that kid, man. He's good. He's still got some years ahead of him, and... Hopefully, with our secondary being all together, we get one more cornerback, and I see us having arguably the best secondary in football. Yeah, I mean, there were claims from several of my viewers and participants on the show the Giants could be top five next year. I mean, they didn't quite have it this past season, but the scheming is great, and the potential looks like a really high upside. So, who is your third, who is your third most favorite player in the NFL? Well, since you're uh, in my Giants secondary, I'm going to stay there. Jabril Peppers is one of my favorite players in the NFL. Um, his leadership, his ability to lay people out like a linebacker. He's only, what, 25, I believe? Maybe 26? And he's still got plenty of years. He's a New Jersey native. And I just love the way he is on and off the field. If he could just stay healthy 16 games a year and not leave us holding our breath for one or two games with him getting hurt, he will be arguably a top five safety in the NFL, no doubt about it. It makes sense to me that you would pick Jabril Peppers as a Giants fan because the, the one thing your secondary is excellent at is versatility and Jabril Peppers exemplifies that, being able to play corner, linebacker, safety, strong and free. He can do it all. And you love to see, you know, someone essentially carved out of stone. He's a very muscular guy. He's just incredibly well built. He's he's a dog and very well deserving to be on the list, even if it is a little bit of a bias selection. Uh, so given that uh, you went to your, uh, your dipping well of your favorite team, that's where I'm going with mine, James Robinson on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, this guy, he moves essentially like a Jaguar out of the backfield. He's patient, he's lanky, he's got the nice hip movement, he cuts through the first and second line of the defense. He's not overwhelmingly fast, but he's patient. He has great ball carrier vision, and the dude can hurdle and spin. So what are your thoughts on the undrafted rookie? James Robinson, he's, he's pretty good, man. I give him credit. It's hard to come into a team like that, and with all due respect to the Jaguars, 
I mean, yeah, they're going to have Trevor Lawrence next year and so on and so forth, but it's hard to be on a team like that that just doesn't know winning, and I, I feel bad for them, man. I've never had nothing against the Jags, but to come in and make an impact the way he did on a 1-15 team, good for him. You know, he's, he's got a bright future ahead of him, and um, hopefully Jacksonville gets somewhere with Trevor Lawrence next year, and he wants to stay there. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, staying there has been the, the huge issue with Jacksonville. We don't get a lot of free agents that want to come our way, and it makes sense because Florida is a place where people go to retire and die. It's not a, it's not a place where people's football careers go to take off, except for that one year in 2017 when we landed several high-profile free agents like Gibson and Church and Calais Campbell. That, that does not happen. That's not typical. Typically, Jacksonville struggles to bring in guys in their prime. You'll never see us ringing in like the number one or two guy at his position in the free agency market because no one wants to come to the smallest market team in the NFL. No one wants to play, you know, one primetime game every season on Thursday night football on the NFL Network. You know, uh, until we prove that we can actually win consistently, we're not going to get any any decent treatment. I think you guys got some luck coming to you this year with, you know, I mean, I mean, even the NFL didn't want Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville because of the small market, but um, you guys landed that pick, and uh, you guys got Urban Meyer now as the head coach, so put Trevor Lawrence in the mix and maybe, you know, draft a couple of, you guys got, what, $100 million in cap space also, you know? Guys will be okay. I think you guys will definitely win at least a good seven, eight games this year and start your rebuild all. Good for you guys. Uh -huh. I hope you go somewhere this year. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do too. You know, a lot of, lot of ceiling, and it's a completely new rebirth. So, uh, talking about, you know, moving on, who is another one of the players that made your prized top five? I'm gonna have to say, and I love this guy, and maybe it's because he made fun of Dak Prescott last year, and I'm a Giant fan, but uh, Jadavius White, Buffalo's cornerback, he is, um, he's another one, man, who, who could definitely be a shutdown corner, they got the right system over there, my mom's been a Buffalo Bills fan my whole life, so I've kind of followed a lot of them, and plus I'm from New York, and they're really the only New York team, but uh, Tredavious White, I remember last year, he they beat Dallas, uh, was, I think it was Thanksgiving, and um, he was making fun of Dak Prescott's little dance on the sideline, and ever since I saw that, I loved that kid, and I've watched him all year last year, and he went down a little bit this year, but um, Buffalo's offense was just on fire, so their defense didn't really need to stop many people. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, actually, the best stat line for a guy like Tredavious White is what's not happening. So he's not targeted that often because, frankly, teams don't want to throw his direction. They don't want... You know, they know he's a perennial Pro Bowl and perennial All-Pro corner. They know he's no doubtly top 10, maybe even top 5 material. So it's no wonder, you know, all the targets went to Josh Norman or Levi Wallace or even Taron Johnson in the nickel. They just didn't want the smoke. They didn't want to test him. And it's kind of like a Jalen Ramsey effect where he's so good at what he does 
that quarterbacks are afraid to throw to his side of the field. Yeah, and it makes sense because he just he shuts it down. And, I mean, they have a good secondary over there with, you know, Micah Hyde and uh, what's his name, James Poyer or Jamie Poyer, something like that. Yeah, that's Jordan right. Okay. Poyer. Jordan, Jordan and, um, Poyer. You know, he's really the one guy where you look at him and you're like, all right, let's let's go Josh Norman's fading away now. Let's go his way or, <laughs> you know, something like that situation. Right, right. Yeah, it, it, it's a stark contrast. Uh, another one of my favorite players, we're going to go down to Tampa Bay, or should I say Tampa Bay, uh, Mike Evans. Year in, year out, this guy has been getting it done. He has over seven 1,000-yard seasons. To think about that is incredibly impressive, and he really didn't get that much recognition for the past few years. He's had guys like Mike Glennon, Ryan Fitzmagic, an awful lot of turnover. Jameis Winston, when we talk about turnovers, turnover king right there. So many situations where, you know, I believe Mike Evans is what you epitomize a big body wide receiver to be and it's no it's no coincidence that I picked two big body wide receivers because that's that's the way I like them I give Mike Evans a lot of credit um I remember last year when Daniel Jones started his first game for the Giants we played Tampa and we won but there was I don't know two minutes left and Jameis Winston went deep to Mike Evans for like 50 yards that put them in the field goal range and I knew it when he threw that ball I was like Mike Evans is coming down with it (laughs) and even now on a team that he was on this year with all those weapons that Brady brought with him with Gronk and Antonio Brown and Chris Godwin's up and coming and Scotty Miller and they're just, they have so many weapons, and he still managed to catch his share, fa- uh, fair share of balls and touchdowns, and even when we played them this year, James Bradbury shut him down, but he had this one catch, was a touchdown in the corner, and it just irks me to be like, that guy is so good, <laughs> and I can't stand Brady, I am definitely a Brady hater, I'm a Giant fan, and you know... Being from New York, I'm also a Yankee fan, so the New England, you know, Boston, New York thing, I, I just never liked Brady, and he just, that team is just good. <laughs> right, you know, Brady definitely took it over the top. Um, who is your fifth and final favorite player from your list? All right, I have a couple discrepancies with this because I didn't want to go too biased, but I cannot leave this kid off my list. And it is a giant, and I, I like I said, I was kind of broken up on this last one, but it's Sterling Shepard. I love Sterling Shepard. He is so underrated. You know, people don't look at him when they play us, and they're like, oh, he's going to do some damage. Well, he is. He had caught I don't know he had one drop this year and it's like every time Daniel Jones throws him the ball he comes in clutch he always comes down with the ball he always makes that extra effort for them three yards to catch that first down on third and seven or you know he's that little slot guy that people they forget about him and then bam he makes him pay with a quick little 12 yards on third and ten and a first down and I love the kid, I really do, and I'm so glad we just signed him two years ago, and we got him for another two years with this up-and-coming roster we got. Right, uh, really, 
really impressionable player. Um, I 100% I agree, you know. Uh, and, you know, it feels like you're dipping in the well, but that's okay because it's your opinion. You're allowed to feel that way. Uh, I actually am of the opinion that Darius Slayton is the best receiver of your trio, um, but I really enjoy Shepard. Uh, his route running to me is has really improved. Like, there were several instances this season where Shepard against Washington or against the Buccaneers where he ran a little curl or a little in or a little slant and was just there like with a defender draped all over him he still caught the ball like his hands are very strong uh, I just think Slayton has more has more speed than him but Shepard in the same sense can run jet sweeps they can basically use him as a running back like he, he's versatile for the same reason you like to real peppers on the defense you know if there is one bright spot on that offense, you know, maybe, you know, I give it to Sterling Shepard. I'd probably lean towards Slayton if any of the receivers, but, you know, it is it is an interesting pick. It's funny. You said you could see me right now, right? Yeah. Okay. I just want to see. Can you see what I'm wearing? My Darius Slayton jersey? Is <laughs> that you just mentioned that? <laughs> Darius, Darius I got Slayton. It. I got a Darius Slayton Color Rush jersey. I got it for Christmas, man. It's a favorite thing I've ever gotten in my entire life. I love Darius Slayton, but um, he had a lot of drops this year and made us think twice about him. I hope he don't go nowhere. He's still on his rookie deal. He loves Daniel Jones, and they love playing together, and I hope he gets his hands together like Evan Ingram. But Sterling Shepard, he comes in so clutch at the times you wouldn't expect it like he had like you said he could do that jet sweep he had a 33 yard touchdown run against dallas at the end of the season you know it came out of nowhere yeah absolutely uh my final player okay i went three offense with robinson robinson i didn't even realize they were both robinsons and evans and then you know i went defense with bradbury so my fifth player is you know, arguably, I don't think it's an argument, the best player in the entire NFL, Aaron Donald. Uh, the defensive tackle for the Los Angeles Rams. You knew you knew he was coming, whether it was going to be me or you. Whether it was me or you, we both knew this name was going to drop, and I'm glad we saved it for the end. Aaron Donald, the defensive player of the year for the third time in a row. You talk about gang double team, triple team. He is, in essence, the hawk on the defensive line. And I love the way Xavier Howard played. I love the way TJ Watt played. But you talk about an absolute game wrecker. You talk about a generational talent at the position. An absolute Hall of Famer in living action. It's Aaron Donald. No doubt about it. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, you know, we play the Rams often, and uh, he is just such a problem. He will literally take your entire offensive line off their game, and they won't even realize it until it's too late, <laughs> until he broke through, and now your quarterback's looking up at him like, damn, he got me again. <laughs> I mean, you know, we had a... Uh, <laughs> We played them this year, and our center actually did very good against him, and we kind of shut him down. I think he had a sack against us, but that was really it. But um, I just you see him all year, and even if he has an off game or you know one or two off games, he still had six, seven, eight great games. 
yards <laughs> that he's still making teams pay for. And with Jalen Ramsey on that back end, that defense is just horrible, man. They, they are a horrible defense to play. And Leonard Floyd, I don't know if he'll still be there next year, but um, they're just, they, they are a good defense. I can't believe I thought they were going to stop Aaron Rodgers in the uh, divisional round. But they didn't because he is Aaron Rodgers. But still, <laughs> they had a chance. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, how do you stop? You know, the only counter to, you know, a star-studded defense is a star-studded offense. So, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, and, uh, you know, Rodgers. That would that would be the only, the only, you know, trio in my eyes that can match up with the likes of Donald Ramsey, and you know Leonard Floyd or even Darius Williams there's so many great pieces on that defense when you actually you know dissect it um uh to wrap this episode up is there an honorable mention I know we both only named five but was there a player or two you really wanted to give a shout out to that didn't make your list yes um as a matter of fact he kind of did make my list I I changed him at the last minute like literally an hour ago because I wanted Sterling Shepard on there but um the Honey Badger. I love him. I, uh, I, I, I've I watched him his whole career. You know who I'm talking about, right, Tyron Matthew? He, uh, yes, yes. He's a beast, man. I just, I, I, I could watch him. He's exciting. He, the way he plays is just relentless. He does not give up. The kid, he's, I mean, he's, he's a grown man now. He's, he's been around for a little while, but... He's just, he is a good player, man. Everything about him just makes you want him on your defense. I would love to have a player. I mean, you know, we got Jabril Peppers, but the Honey Badger, he's just something else. He's, it's like watching Ed Reed or Troy Palomalu all over again, you know? Yeah, I mean, you talk about, like, pure instincts. You know, he is an absolute ball hawk. I wouldn't consider Matthew, like, a phenomenal man coverage safety, but what he really does a good job is making game-changing, pivotal, moment-breaking interceptions. You know, just being in the right place at the right time. He almost had one in the Super Bowl if a holding call didn't, you know, overturn it. Uh, I really like his intensity. He can tackle really well, and he's not that big of a guy. He's only like what, like five foot nine or five foot ten. So he plays big grown man football. But he, it's packed, it's packed into a smaller, you know, package, which means, you know, he kind of flies around the field, you know, maybe under some people's radar. And, you know, that's what makes him so talented. You know, uh, the vertical has no issue. The hands have no issue. The physicality to, to rip or knock a ball away, even strip the ball away, make a hit in the open field. You know, you need, you need it. He's got it. Yep, and he'll always be there when you need a big play to be made. You need, you know, they, they the running backs trying to beat that back end of the defense. He's going to be there, and he's even if you try to break that tackle, he's still going to give you a fight that's going to give other guys chances to catch up to you. You know, he, he definitely brings a good game, and um, like I said, I've watched him his whole career, and I love him. I, I, w I would love for him to be on my team, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's a good leader it would be too. great if, 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 if real he's life was like fantasy people and fantasy football yeah <laughs> if i could just make trades from my computer <laughs> yes yes yeah man um my my um just missed the cut 
just missed the cut would probably be uh, a, a great linebacker, you know, in my eyes, and Khalil Mack. I love the way Khalil Mack plays. You know, you, you can say he's less of a linebacker, more of a pass rusher, but he gets held so much and he gets double teamed, triple teamed. Khalil Mack, you know, used to be right up there with J.J. Watt and Aaron Donald as the, you know, defense player of the year candidate. Uh, I think some of the shine, sh some of the shine went away when TJ Watt emerged or Xavier Howard emerged. Uh, but this guy really is a game changer on that defense. Never forget Khalil Mack's name because he's always putting in the work. Yeah, I, I think the Raiders are stupid for getting rid of him in the first place, man. He's definitely, like you said, up there with Aaron Donald. He is definitely one of the best players on defense in the NFL, and he's been there for a little while now, and he's going to be there for a little while ahead of time. So I definitely... He has a bad season this year. He has a bad season this year and still racks up over, what, seven or eight sacks? So on a bad year, he's still producing far above the average defensive lineman. And I mean, he, he's on a good defense to begin with. That defense is definitely championship ready. If um, I did hear some talk about um, Russell Wilson possibly naming Chicago as one of their one of his trade destinations, if they got somebody like him and brought Allen Robinson back, they might be a problem in the NFC. They need a quarterback. That's one thing they are missing. I'd say that they they need a quarterback to tie it all together. Um, I want to thank you for taking time out of your evening to join the show, Jason. Is there anything you would like to leave the listeners with before I wrap it up? I just want to say, let's go Giants, man. I'm ready for the next season, and uh, hopefully we bring everybody back together and our defense stays the way it is, and Daniel Jones gets his stuff together. And for your sake, go Jacksonville. I'd like to see them go somewhere. I actually just lived in Florida for the last seven years before I moved to South Carolina, so I've seen a lot of Jaguars fans and seen a lot of Florida football. <laughs> And thank you for having me again, man. I'd love to do this again sometime, definitely. <laughs> Mad respect. Thank you for being on. You were an awesome guest, very knowledgeable, very fun to talk to. That's an underrated aspect. Uh, this was a fun episode, and you helped make that happen. Thank you guys for listening. This has been another episode of Z-Dunks NFL. Tune in tomorrow for a fresh episode.